Welcome to another Hometime podcast. It's Bush and Richie. Got a little game for you tonight. Oh, brilliant. Um, there's no prize. Actually, no, I'm going to stick a prize on it. What is the prize? Uh, Don't look around the room for prizes. <laughs> a pen. Right, so uh, something that's in this studio that I could have just picked up anyway. A pen and a Dave Barry Breakfast Show mug. Um, actually, that's not bad now. You're talking. Yeah. Right, um, I've got a wheel in front of me that has got on it one, two, three, four, five... Five colours. Okay. All right. Uh, mauve, yellow, red, purple or green. What's, what is mauve? It's a darker purple. Is it? I'm going to go for mauve. All right. What is actually happening here? It's green. <laughs> so what, what, you're supposed to spin it and it lands on my colour, I win? That's the game. Well, cause you normally get like three goes for a quid, so let's go... No, because I wanted to see how psychic you are. You know it's green now. Well, you, all right, I'll tell you what then. You spin it and I'll tell you what colour it is. That's psychic, isn't it? Okay, I'll do, yeah, so you right. can't tell me the colour until I've spun it. Yeah, and I'll tell you what the colour is. It's mauve. That's mad. Ah, is, it, is it really? Yes. This is unbelievable. It's like the start of Ghostbusters. You saw that through the window. I didn't see it through the window. You stay out of it, sunshine. All right? Producer Adem piping up there. I've right. got psychic powers. I am going to spin it one more time. Three for a quid. on my rules, okay. you didn't get it, but on yours you did. Okay. Yellow. You can see it from the window. No, no, it's psychic. <laughs> I am psychic. Wait there. Are you coming around to... You're a scumbag. Oh, I can just see it through the window. <laughs> hey, listen, enjoy the show. There's no technical problems. At least there's that. <laughs> Have you ever accidentally discovered or uncovered unusual behaviour from your other half or someone in your life, but just completely by accident? Allow me to explain. Uh, uh, the other week, I was digging up the front of our garden, our front garden onto the street, mm -hmm. just because, really boringly, we're going to have some decorative stones put down. Very nice. That's the life I lead now. It's just where, <laughs> that's just where I'm at. So I was digging them up, digging them up, uh, and I noticed that there was big, thick chunks of dark brown hair mm -hmm. against the wall. Now, you know the run-ins that I've had with foxes on our street? They've even Frequent. Do they've done a poo on my doorstep. So we've got a running wall with them. I thought, what are they doing now? Uh, and I thought, oh, maybe a fox has like, been rubbing itself up against our, mm -hmm. our lounge wall to itch itself, like a big bear or something. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so I ran in to show Katie, my other half, and said, look at this, a fox has been uh, rubbing itself off against our, um, up, it's better use of words, against our lounge wall. And she said, oh, no, that's not fox's hair, that's mine. Hey, That's my hair, she says, Katie. So I was like, what do you mean? And then she goes on to say something that I, I still am struggling to, to comprehend or digest. She said that... When she uh, has finished brushing her hair each evening, like an Edwardian princess or whatever, she pulls the hair off the hairbrush and chucks it out the window, yeah, the, our bedroom window, top floor, to help the birds make nests. <laughs> uh, she, she added to Boulder's Brass that loads of other girls, apparently this is a girl thing, girls do this, and, and it's just a normal thing. Uh, and uh, say, well, I put it on Twitter, Natalie has just come in saying, now, yes, my auntie is a hairdresser, and she always throws the hair out for the birds. Come on. Come on now, man. I'm not sure this is a thing. It's, this is out of a, let's rumple stilt skin or this something. This feels like this is one of these things that some one person has once, 
Get me Chris Packham on the phone yes. and show me this actually happening. Because, you know, where does it end? It'd be like um, blackbirds in a pie. I don't, I'm not buying rate. it. I'm not buying it. This is ridiculous. Now, Sharon has got in touch. Come I on. think Sharon thinks that her tweet is the smoking gun. She says, yes, okay. I am a hairdresser. If we cut outside, we leave it for the birds to collect for their nests. That's all very well and good. But until we actually get some kind of ornithologist coming in saying, yeah, yeah, I- I've watched birds build nests with hair. Where's Packham when you need? <laughs> He's not here yet. No. So if you were to walk down a street and you look up at the trees and there's birds, loads of birds like sleeping or whatever or hanging out in their nests, is the main constituent part of all those nests hair from all the women on that street? <laughs> is that what's going on? That's, that's what they claim. Sue says, 100% I do this. I, this is get taken it next level. I put the dog's hair on the washing line with a peg so the birds can use it. This is... This is Matt. <laughs> They're all coming out the woodwork now. Natalie in Colchester says, I used to throw my hair out the window for the birds until... Yeah? Until my husband saw a rat take it. Oh, this is, this is unbelievable. The more we dig, this is getting worse. <laughs> Julia in North Wales says, Bush and Richie, I've always rolled hair up into balls, hair balls, and deposited them outside for birds or small animals to use for nesting material. I get a sense of satisfaction thinking, I've helped keep them warm and protected. <laughs> Uh, let's go to the phones. Linda's on the line. Linda, what have you heard? Only what my husband told me, that he's not an ornithologist. <laughs> not an ornithologist last time you looked. What did your husband tell you? And what's his name, by the way? His name is Richard. Richard. What did Richard say, Richard then? Parks. And he said to me, exactly like the lady earlier said, the birds will use the hair when they're building their nests to make it warmer, to insulate it. And also, I think I must have read it somewhere. I don't think I'm making it up about the lint in your tumble dryer. <laughs> what? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's a step wow. change. What tumble dryers? The lint in my tumble dryer. Yeah. I pin it on. I pin it on my washing line, and the birds will come and pull at it and use it in building their nest. So, Richie, you've got. A, I don't have a tumble dryer. You have a tumble dryer. I have a tumble dryer. You can get involved in some of this action. <laughs> <laughs> if I was to believe that this is not some ruse. <laughs> Linda, I use the lint in my tumble dryer for starting fires. I'm not some kind of, like, fire starter, twisted fire starter. Uh, if I'm, like, making, like, you know, a fire pit out in the garden, lint's good for that, but I really... <laughs> That'd be awful. You have have you just admitted to a string of uh, attacks? <laughs> Bird's nests? No. <laughs> Flammable bird's nests. <laughs> no, that's not the idea. It's keep them warm. Okay. All right. Well, this interesting intel went, uh, Linda. Thank you so much. Oh, no, you're welcome. Thank Take you. care. Bye. Thank you. Bye. There's so much more. Uh, Wendy, what can you add to this? Yeah. Uh, obviously, German Shepherds lose their hair twice a year, so they've got masses of hair. And I put, I leave a big bundle and I look, watch the tiny little different, the starlings or whatever, they come and collect it and I see them going into trees with it in their nest. Wow, so if you look out into your back garden then, Wendy, all the birds' nests in your back garden are made out of the hair from your German Shepherd. It's like the circle of life. <laughs> There is, a, yeah, there is a big um, playing field across the road from my house, so there's massive trees, and I see them all going in there with the hair. This is the yeah. first direct witness report <laughs> of the birds <laughs> taking the hair, taking it up into the trees. Yes, I've witnessed it. Definitely. I, mean, I feel like Hitchcock was missing out on the main real <laughs> weird deal here with this whole birds thing. <laughs> no one even thought about the dog angle. OK, cheers. There can't be much left to add to it, but Dave reckons he can. What you got, Dave? Ah, yeah, back hair, mate. Yeah, me missus shaves me back in the garden. And then we watch all the sparrows come and collect it up. Oh, <laughs> Dave. Quite fascinating. <laughs> me, me eaves are full of back hair nests. 
<laughs> get an ointment for that fella. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. We'll get um we'll get David Atmer on the phone and see if he's up for making a documentary about you then, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Uh, ten hours of worldies. You're going to love it. If you've got plans for the bank holiday, stick us on. If you're just going to be sat in the garden in your pants, stick us on. It's going to be from 9am right the way through till 7pm. Non-stop indie bangers. I can't wait to do it. Uh, here's the interesting thing, though. Ten hours. It's quite ten a mo- hours is such a long time. It's a long old time. It's going to be good fun, but it's a long old time. That ten, that number ten, is going to be defining my life. I thought, this could be an interesting thing to explore this hour of the Hometime Show. Here's a challenge for you, our Hometime listeners. Tell us one thing about you... That involves a number. Right now, the number that is obsessing me is uh-huh. the number 117. 117? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very, very specific number. Is I... it a hotel room that you're going to after this? <laughs> no, it's not. I wish it was. I have just signed up to do a half marathon. I've done plenty before, uh-huh. but it's first in a long while. And one hour, 57 minutes. That was my best time. Uh-huh. So this is in November in Reading. 117 minutes. That's my target. I've that, got to break it. Why that target? Why that number? Because that's one hour, 57 minutes, isn't it? 117 minutes. I can't do the maths like that. On the Trust me. Is it, I just can trust you on it. Trust me, it is. So I want to break... That, even if it's 116, I'll be happy. That's good. So that 117, 116, that's your number you're obsessed with. 117 is the number I'm obsessed with. Angela Duncan says, I came first in my age category at the park run in Colchester on Saturday just gone. Christ knows how, but I did. I'll I take that as never coming first in anything, but still, she's actually loving the fact that she's gone first. So number one in her life is wow, quite a big thing. that's brilliant. So look, put this to you now. Tell us one thing about you that involves a number. Share it with the group and text us now. Derek says, I have 48 tattoos. Wow. (laughs) 48 tattoos. Including a Depeche Mode and Klaxons tattoo. What he doesn't make clear (laughs) is whether the Depeche Mode and Klaxons tattoo is one tattoo. Imagine that together. (laughs) You see, you worry about getting banned, like people from bands' faces drawn on it. Because it can look like, you know, when you go to a fair and they've got (laughs) Sylvester Stallone in Cobra and it looks now like him. Do let us know. uh, um, What's his name again? Derek, we want a picture, please. Cheers, Derek. Richie, there was one number for you. It was 117 for me, uh-huh. uh, which is the amount of minutes I want to do this half marathon in. Uh, this text says 117 is the number that I see everywhere as well. Ooh. Apparently, if you get a number in your head like this, you're more likely to notice it everywhere. I guess that's just my life now, getting slightly annoyed that everyone I see or hear is 117. Claire says, I've moved 53 times. Wow. wow. I think she might be on the run. <laughs> Jane, what's the number for you? Um... Number one. Very bold choice. Why yeah. that? Because I came first in the flavoured gin category at the Czech All Flower Show. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most middle class victory I've ever heard in my life. Just repeat it one more time in case someone missed it. You were, you did what? <laughs> I came first in the flavoured gin category of the Czech All Flower Show a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it's like something out of a Richard Curtis movie. <laughs> And what flavour was it? What flavour gin were you rocking that won the competition? It was raspberry. It was batch two of my raspberry gin of this year. Have you got a name for your gin? It's um, it's Jana's gin. Jana's gin. Jana's gin. Honestly, I obviously spend a lot of time in Bristol. Anyone you know, if they're called Jane, they're called Jana. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who's got in touch so far, sharing their number and stuff as well. We've got uh, Ashley, here we go, here from our producer. We have a fella called Nick who's just called in. Nick, what's your number then? 076. 
Now, what um, what what number is your um, you know, big for you is important to you? Uh, but it wasn't that I was bringing up for you. It was what you said on the radio about 117 being an hour and 17 minutes. And it's not. It's an hour and 57 minutes. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm trying not just to clarify that with you. So I feel like this whole show has imploded in on itself at this very minute here. Hang on. The, 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 but the reason that 117 is the number I'm obsessing about is because I want to beat... One hour fifty-seven minutes. So I am right. Oh, I didn't hear that part. You see. Right. Well, there you go. It's come full, it's come full circle right now. <laughs> it really has. <laughs> well, I, I, I only heard the part of the hundred and seventeen, and I thought I've got to put him right because that's nearly two hours, and if he can manage to run for two hours, I'll be very impressed. All right, so um, whilst you're on, is there anything else you wanted to say? <laughs> I think we're all good now, aren't we? I think we're all we? done. Everything, everything sorted? Yes. But thanks for launching into your phone number at the start of that when we're asking you what your number was all about. That's even better. <laughs> Just to clarify, from the beginning of the podcast... Um, yeah, where's my pen and my mug? You don't get the Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. That's not fair. I, t- I won. And I you can still won. have the pen if you want it. Oh, he's put up his nose. It's, absolutely, it's the ch- most childish end to a podcast ever.